such a beautiful sound. Welcome back to Dirt Tracks and Rib Racks, episode 93. Me and Bunner holding the fort down as always. Got a special guest for everybody today. Uh, driver of the number 37 non-wing sprint car out of California, Matt Mitchell. When did your racing career start? Uh, give us a few of the cliff notes uh, of how you got up to this point. Also, I started racing quarter midgets uh, in Pomona. It's uh, the text, I think, gone now, but um, or I know it's gone. But in the heyday there, um, you know, I raced up until I was about 12 there. Um, we traveled around a little bit, but um, I did that and played football. So I kind of did both. And then, um, but everything is kind of through my family. You know, I, I started racing. I didn't really have an option. It was uh, my uncle and dad had fielded the cars for years. And um, my dad started racing like around 46 or 47. He uh, did well in business and just decided he was going to get a midget, started racing. And then I started racing and then kind of went from there. Um, and then sprint cars. I raced midgets. I started racing midgets like in 03. Um, my first race was, I think, this turkey night in 2003 when it was on pavement at Irwindale. Um, I take that back. I raced Tucson, which was the weekend before. Um, and then we ran turkey night. Um, and then in 04, I ran the whole Western States midgets schedule. Yeah, I was like rookie of the year that year. And then oh five I raced I raced midgets again. Not not as much. It kinda of took a little like a shorter schedule. I didn't run the full Western schedule and then in two thousand six is when I started racing sprint cars. Um I was a to a team car to Rip Williams. So I did that in oh six. I think I ran like five or six uh a handful, like six maybe six shows or something with Rip and then I, I ran the midget, my own midget too. Uh, at the same time, and then that was my first like Paris, Paris experience there, running Paris, running with the CRA guys. Uh, but yeah, it was it was uh, it was a little different then, you know. It was yeah. it was it was tough to make the show, you know. <laughs> I think I ran like three B mains before I even wow, yeah, put in the show. You pretty know? stacked out there back in the day, from what we've seen and yeah. heard about. Yeah, there was just depth, you know. There's a lot of depth, a lot of guys that had been doing it for a long time, you know. And, yeah. Um, so I watched, I think, two or three races before I got going. Um, and then I actually ran second in one race that year to Mike Spencer. He, my, so so Ventura, we, we go to Paris, right, and I'm missing the show, I'm missing the show. And then um, we go to Ventura, which I was a little bit more familiar and comfortable with Ventura. You know, it was a quarter mile, and I ran the midget there. And so I think I started like outside front row of the feature my first year, and led every lap but the last one. Mm. So, yeah, that's the one that first counts. First year in cars. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, but yeah, and then I, I did a little bit in 07. Um but the first year I had my own equipment was like 2008. Um, and actually the first sprint car race I ever ran with my own equipment was, uh, was a golden state race. So what, what's now NARC. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It was, was a golden state race. I was living up there with, uh, 
Johnny Rodriguez, who's Ashton Rodriguez's dad. Um, I was living up there with him and going to school, and he had a shop, and you know, we built some cars there in '08, and then uh, was that was that a wing series he, still or no? Was it non wing? Yeah, it was a wing. Okay. Yeah, it was a wing series. Yeah, gotcha. yeah. And then uh, he had raced for my family in 2007, so he was. Uh, we did like a team, like a two car team on the midgets, the Western midget schedule. Um, he he ran one car, I ran the other. That was all of those seven. I think he won the the West, yeah he did win the Western States Championship that year for my family. Nice. Um, and then that's a stayed there, and he kind of backed off of the racing a little bit, and then we built some um, wing cars. And then we took the wings off of them one night and decided we were going to come down to Paris. Um, and that was my first race in my own car at Paris, which was 2008. Um, and they were, they were good cars, good motors. I mean, everything was, was primo. And I think, I think that was Johnny's. So Johnny had run Paris a lot before then. Um, I'm pretty sure that that night we came down there and he won that race and he had never won a race at Paris. Uh, in in the family car we had two cars um and and i was i I think i got on my head i used to be pretty wild back in the day (laughs) (laughs) it happens but yeah and then uh, i just kind of raced on and off and then i I started going a lot like in 2010 11 that's when i started like actually place well and show show some talent and then um 2012 i got hurt at Terre Haute at sprint week so i took the rest of that year off and then 13 and then 14 i raced um i think the full usex series schedule both of those years and then 15 i raced a little bit and then in 16 i decided i was done and equipment was kind of worn out motors were worn out i was you know we were kind of just i, I just got married and we're having a kid and I just figured it was time to step away for a little bit. And then I started back again uh, in 2019. I bought another car. I was just, I was just over not racing. I was over watching. I was, you know, I was watching the highlights and watching the, uh, looking at the results. And I was like, man, uh, I think I got a little left in me, you know? <laughs> so yeah, pull, hard, pulled, pulled you back in. Hard transition to make. I said it pulled you back in. Yeah, yeah, it just kind of, everything kind of, you know, started to make sense, like, I should be racing, I shouldn't be, I feel like I'd be better, like, wiser, you know, a little bit more methodical than I would have been as a younger kid, which I feel like that's the case now, you know, at least I feel more in control, like, I can think more, you know, like, I have more look ahead, Um, I guess you could call it, so, Uh, (laughs) so, yeah, and then, yeah, last year I raced, um, I was going to run the whole schedule last year, and I ended up not at the end of the year. I, um, there's just some drama and crap going on, so I was just like, you know, they want to do some, some tire deal and not pay the points at the end of the year ah. because, you know, we we're going to be on some different tire and all this crap. So I, I was like, no, screw it. Like, I'm not going to run the whole year. And then, so I didn't run the last, I think, three or I didn't run like two races of it last year, but um, yeah, but yeah, got most. That's of pretty it. much it in yeah. a nutshell. I kind of bounced around a little bit there, but you're good. Uh, got most of yeah. it. Most of the cliff notes there. Yeah, I always kind of wanted to watch one of those mid- midget miles in person. 
I just think it'd be fun to watch. Was that a mile? What? Was Irwindale a mile or half? Was no. It, was it half mile? So those, yeah, those are half mile okay. pavement tracks. Yeah, yeah. I, I ran, so we did run at, at Phoenix, which was a mile, and then we did run at uh, at Pikes Peak, uh, which was a mile as well. Um, but those are the two miles out here on the West Coast that we ran. So, is, is Pikes Peak still open? I think it is. Yeah, I, I know they don't they don't do much open wheel racing there, if any. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm pretty sure it's still open. That was a that was a beautiful facility up there. Yeah. So. Yeah, we used to have to we used to have to fuel the cars. You know, it was at altitude. You know, yeah. so we go up there and we to figure out where we're at and then see altitude and all that and fuel the cars different. It was, but it was cool up there. I had a lot of fun up there. Yeah. So, it looks like you're having a pretty successful season so far this year. Uh, I know you didn't get to no coca pile or nothing, but uh, you got a win with Justin Grant in your car at Paris, ninth place, mm-hmm. set quick time, and got the win at Paris over the weekend. Your ninth, yeah, it was like your ninth CRA win, seventh at Paris. I think- yeah, I think, I think that's it. I thought it was double digits by now, but, you know, drivers, they like to add that numbers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm was, just going off the USAC no. website, but maybe maybe it is 10. <laughs> yeah, you, I, I guess I, you, would, you would know best. <laughs> you'd think at this point, but yeah. I've also hung a couple on the fence, so yeah. I don't know. Maybe <laughs> <same now. laughs> How did that? Uh, no, it's been good. I mean, yeah, it, it's uh, – we got good stuff, you know, the cars, we've been fast for years, you know, it just, it's just like that 2020 we were fast. And then, you know, with the race that we did run that year and then 21, you know, we were always there. And then, um, it, yeah, just bad. Like we had just stupid stuff happen all the time, you know, <laughs> lap cars are just in the wrong place at the wrong time. But yeah. yeah, having Justin was fun. You know, I figured like, you know, a lot of people ask me, like, why would you do that? Like, this and that. And I'm like, look, but I like, like, that the takeaways that you get from that are, like, just for one night of racing. Like, I got plenty of laps at Paris. Yeah. Like, you know, like, if everyone was driving the same car with the same setup with, you know, all the same stuff, you'd be able to see that. Yeah. But, like, it, half of this is just being able to you know, make the right changes and like keep up with the track and then, you know, keep up with technology and not being afraid to change what you've done well with in the past, you know? Yeah. And that's why those guys come out and they do so well. So I figure like with Justin, like we get along great. We always have. And, you know, everyone was asking why, you know, why it's like, it's, you'll he, understand when, once he gets in and out of it, why, you know, <laughs> And we and we're not the you know we didn't do we nothing's different. It's just your mindset, you know. It's just a different like approach to like looking at things and and you know the timing of when you do certain things to the car and stuff. Yeah. So, um, sometimes, but yeah, so, sometimes that helps you. Uh, you know, for you maybe helps you out a little bit. Some stuff you didn't know at the track or whatever. So, thanks to be yeah. There. So yeah, that and that was that was really that was really it. Plus, yeah. you know, he's a good good guy and. You know, it was a little networking, and you know, it was just like it was. So I enjoyed it. It was fun. He he, was, he did a good job. He, 
know, it's yeah. nice when you show up, when you show up to the track and you know you got the driver in the car that's, you know, going to get the job done. So for sure, yeah. And then last weekend was just you know kind of just takeaways, little takeaways from that. We went to we went to Mojave afterwards and we were like okay, but short track stuff we 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 need to do a little bit of homework on that like the quarter miles and stuff but you know the the half mile uh program that we have is pretty good i feel like it's pretty solid so that was just testament of that right there you know gotcha so paris is your bread and butter pretty well big, yeah big I mean, tracks I, at least yeah big tracks i like big tracks i like calistoga you know it's i like I like to get them wound up a little bit. Yeah. You know, get on the top, get going. So, that's fun to me. Oh, yeah. So, no no King Speedway this weekend. Uh, are, are you focusing on a full CRA schedule this year or going to change things up yeah. a little bit or – Yeah, no, I'm not, I'm not going to run all the CRA races. In fact, this is probably the, the fewest this year that I'll ever run, I, I think – as I'm going to run, no no Hanford this weekend. I'm not going to go up there. Um, I, I honestly, I think the next the next time I'll be in my car will be on the 27th of May at Paris. So, and then on in May, like May 7th, I'm going to Terre Haute to run uh, DMW Mickey Myers Silver Crown car. <clears throat> and I think I got a week off in between, like, as like May... Um, 13th, I think I got a week off, and then the next week after that, we go to Belleville in the Silver Crown car, and that's May 20th, and then the 27th, we run um, at Paris, and then after that, I leave to go to Knoxville. We're going to Knoxville, and then going to run the Midget Week portion, Spring Car portion of Midget Week, um, and then from there, go to PA and run the Eastern Storm, run all those big tracks over there kind of so, more of a like a bucket list <laughs> schedule then just places you want to go yeah yeah there's places i've watched and dreamed about going you know so yeah. i'm yeah. pretty pumped up about it you know it's pretty really fun yeah so you, so we talk about the big tracks so that's kind of what the silver crown's all about so might be right up your alley then yeah yeah this silver crown yeah i mean it's just i don't know what it is about it might <clears throat> I never really, I, I don't know if it didn't fit, fit my driving style or what, but like stopping the car and like, and going the other direction to me, like, unless I'm going fast, I'm not, I don't know. I never was really good at it, you know, in like the quarter miles, like a gas city or places like that, you know, or some of even the quarter miles out here, like Santa Maria and stuff. I just, I don't know. I just couldn't ever, uh, I'd get a grip on it here and there, you know, feel confident going to those places. And then I, I don't know. I just never. I was I was never too keen on him. <laughs> so but, so so you're looking for so you say you got hurt at Terre Haute. Uh, that was that was that a pretty bad one there or accident I guess or yeah yeah it was pretty, yeah it was a yeah it was a bad one. I took I I think I it was sprint week and I took the rest of the year off. But yeah, it got yeah it got me pretty good. Yeah, I just it just got my head and stuff, and then it was right. down the front straight away. I, I somebody broke something coming off the floor. Yeah. Um, and then that that car started to come down the track off a of four, 
and he didn't have control of the car. I like, couldn't steer the car. So he was coming down, and then I was, like, exiting for trying to get down to the bottom. And then I hit him with my right rear, and when I hit him with my right rear, it turned the car on to the left rear, and I pretty much flipped, like, from... I pretty much flipped down the whole front straightaway wow. on the left side of the car. Damn. Yeah, lost tail tank, you know, like... Yeah. Like stretch the belts out, like that was the high, like high back seat days too. Yeah. When we used to run head nets, you know, we didn't have yeah. full containment. Some guys had full containment seats, but I I wouldn't run one yet. Yeah. Um. So yeah, just yeah, it got got me pretty good, and I had to stay in Indy for a little bit, um, until I got good enough to like fly home, and then yeah, I ended up flying home and just chilling the rest of that year. Yeah. That's you know, probably but, that's probably best. <laughs> yeah but no Tara, the, that kind of stuff doesn't scare i don't think about that stuff though i try not to you know because yeah. it's just it's just it's what i love to do if i think about that all the time yeah yeah it's it's i'm not gonna enjoy it like i would it's, i just try to block that out. i know it's there and respect it you know and yeah respect the cars and respect your competitors you know because they're in the same boat as you yeah so for sure, but so, I still uh, like going fast. <laughs> oh yeah, hammer down. So, so of all those uh, big tracks, you know, we talked. You're going to Knoxville, you know, all the ones in PA, Port Royal, um, maybe Eldora and stuff like that. Uh, Terre Haute. Which ones that maybe you looking forward to the most, or just all of them? Man, I, I mean, all of them are cool, right? But I mean, I, I guess, I guess, like watching uh, watching CB like smacking on the fence at that. At, at Port Royal is pretty cool. Yeah. So I'd I'd say Port Royal, you know, because yeah. I think Matt and I had run the sub crown car and the sprint car at the same, yeah. on the same night. Um, yeah. So I'm I'm looking forward to that night, is that for sure? I I think it's like the 16th or 15th of June. Yeah. yeah. So we look forward to seeing you at uh, the midget week. Uh, well, I guess if you do come down our way, I guess so even even though you said you don't like the little small tracks, but. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, if you're going to hit all those, I guess we might see you at a couple of them. Yeah, so, where where are you guys? Where are you guys at? We're down by Hobstadt, so okay, we'll be there, and I might go to Bloomington too. So cool. What uh, are you guys on Central Time over there? Or are you guys on on East Coast Time? Um, so central. funny <laughs> funny thing here, uh, Hobstadt's on Central. There's only six counties down here that's on Central, and then there's six uh-huh. up, there's six up by Chicago that are on Central, and the rest of the states on Eastern Time. It's all messed up over there. I know. Yeah. I, I like going to Hofstra. I remember going to Hofstra the first time. I was like, I was all messed up. Yeah. And we got back on the road and hit it back. I lost another hour. I yep. was like, what is going on? <laughs> yeah, because Bloomington's like an hour away from us, and then they're on Eastern Time. So you got to figure that in too, like you just said. So yeah, it's kind of yeah. annoying. It's annoying, but uh, it's the dumbest thing. We make it work on the plane. No, yeah. it's like, and then you go to you go down to Lawrenceburg and you go into like four different states you go from yeah. Indiana to Ohio yeah. to whatever like I'm like what's going on like yeah. right at the tip of this you know yeah for sure for but sure it, no I mean glad to see you guys for sure it was fun hell yeah <clears throat> let's go back to August when uh, you and Damien and Charles Davis were in that race and you and Damon was pretty much swapping sliders the whole time and uh, then Charles Davis comes out of nowhere and gets the win I mean, that's. I mean, obviously uh, you wanted to win, but that's probably a race you'll never forget. 
I mean, we think we talk about it all the time. Just yeah. watching you guys. I think I was watching that. Uh, I was watching on my phone or something, and I was like, "Damn, this is a hell of a race." But yeah, no, that was one. Yeah, that was one for the. That was a good. That was a good race, you know. One that I definitely never forget. So the outcome I could forget. You know, I just pretty much just Jamie and I just busted our asses for for nothing for, for nothing right <laughs> for 25 sec, laps for second and, and third this old man rolls by with his philly hanging out the window and beats us all <laughs> <laughs> yep uh it was that was good though i was uh yeah I, i'm glad there was a highlight of that one because there was so much going on that yeah i don't you don't even really remember like all that happens you remember yeah. like the highlights you know but yeah of the in car but you you know, you, the adrenaline's going so hard. You don't. It, it's just a blessing that you could watch it again. You know, so yeah, for sure. It was fun though. There was a lot going on. There was. I, I'm pretty sure Damien and I's stuff was worn out from racing each other so hard for so many laps. Yeah. You know that that once Charlie found whatever he found, he just drove right by us. You know, he probably had more tire left. Tires were cooler. Um, you know, or I, we were running pretty hard for all those laps. So, um, but that was a yeah, that was a fun one. That was uh that was one I'll always remember for sure. I know for a from fan standpoint, that was one of the most fun races I believe I've ever watched. Yeah, it's, really? it's, yeah. it's right up there. That's pretty cool. Yeah, actually, I, cool. I went back and watched. You said the highlight. I had to go back and watch it. I think before I called you here a couple of days ago, I had to go watch it. So, yeah, no, yeah. it it's that's cool, man. I. I that's cool that being people's memory like that was humbling, you know, for sure. It, that's what it's all about, yeah. too. It's not about – most of it's about, you know, the fanfare and fans in the stands. Because if, if nobody watched us and nobody followed us, we wouldn't really have a reason to do it. What, what would be the point? <laughs> right. You know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, but, so. yeah, it was, that was a good one for sure. Hell, yeah. So, uh, moving on to the food portion here. Um, oh man! So what do you got for us? <laughs> you got anything? What's what's the places to go out there? Your favorite place, or do you do your stuff yourself, or you know, what do you got for us? So, so, so I can cook. I can cook the basics, right? Like barbecue the basics, do bro- you know, steamed broccoli or grilled, you know, asparagus, and then basic rice. And last night I made a tri tip. Yeah. Um, my wife was supposed to be home with the kids at six. I ate dinner by myself at like six thirty, so I had a tri tip. I had a I had a whole tri tip ready for him. But no, I cook. I cook at. There's so many places to eat here, and um, I live in Costa Mesa, so within like a, I'd say 15 mile radius, there's got to be 150 restaurants. So there's Damn. so much to eat that, and then you got like Yelp and stuff like that where you can get the reviews, but. There's pop-up shops everywhere. Yeah. But the Mexican food's really good, you know. Um, we got a place that's called Baja Fish Taco that's really good. It's it's a chain here, but it's a good quality, like, Mexican food you can eat, you know, any day of the week. And then, um, gosh, I'd say uh, there's Italian food here that's really good, a place called Mama D's. They, they've, been, uh, they've been known to be, like, the friendliest uh, Italian restaurant and pretty much like all of orange county and okay and they are those servers are super nice it's kid friendly i see I, I have three boys um they're all under six years old six and under so yeah we try to find places like that you know or yeah 
where uh people come and uh you know they they don't they don't necessarily care if my kids are <laughs> throwing forks at each other you know <laughs> right that's good that's yeah you gotta circle those places and go back you know frequent those places maybe but i'm pretty much saying like our options are limited because <laughs> the kids yeah, yeah you, i understand that walking, especially all under six uh, all under six years old yeah walking around with three boys yeah. under six yeah that's a handful <laughs> Yeah, you go to some of those restaurants if you were looking across the way I and mean, like I'm spending way too much money here to be sitting next to those three boys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Oh <laughs> yeah. So So yeah. But barbecue, I like barbecue, you know. Barbecue's probably my favorite. Barbecue whatever on the grill or Hell yeah. You know. So So we'll have to well maybe I have to drop some stuff off for you. Well we do a little cooking at the track, so uh, All right. If, if you guys see. cook. Uh, you guys cook every time you go to the track. Uh, just it varies what we cook. It just depends. But sometimes we'll take the grill and do some ribs, or we'll do some, I don't know, steaks or some stuff like that. It just depends. Yeah, we we right. usually always cook a little bit, whether it's brats and hamburgers or something. But okay, every, every once in a while we get a little more extravagant with our meals. <laughs> I think we're yeah, doing, we're doing it. World of Outlaws are going to be here next Saturday. I think we're going to do some uh, like a taco bar. So. Keep it simple there, but there you go. So what what kind of tacos? You just do like some carne asada or what? Uh, nothing that fancy, but uh, we might uh, try that sometime. But I uh, just just probably some ground beef and uh, maybe. Right. Oh, I'm doing pulled pork tacos actually. Doing a, doing a pork pulled butt, pork. So yeah, doing that. There you go. So that's that's about it, I think, for that. But <clears throat> where uh, the outlaws running? Hobsdott. They're at Tri State. They'll be here oh, okay. on the 29th. So yeah, gotcha. a, that's a big one for us usually. So, uh, to attend, yeah, they, those those guys put on a good show there for sure. Yeah, yeah. So what's a yeah. what's a day in the life of Matt Mitchell? I know you said you're you're an air conditioned uh, guy. So what what's the day in the life of you like? Man, well that they change every day, right? But I usually I usually get up and do my best to help my wife get the kids ready for <laughs> school. Um. Sometimes I don't get up as early as her, but she's like, she's up and she's up and at him. Yeah. Right. So I gotta be at least thirty minutes behind. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. You know where your bread's buttered. You know you got to help her out. So. That's yeah. Good at least. So. Now you know I get get up and get going, and then um, usually just look at my phone to see my schedule in the morning, see where I'm headed. But you know, I'm, I'm in the home services, so. Every day is different where I'm going, so I, you know, but I just hop in my truck. My truck's like my office, yeah. And uh, you know, I'll be somewhere in Orange County, but I usually have like a like a morning call, and and you know, I'll do like run around noon, and then hey, I guys like installing and stuff. I'll you know, I'll go to the install and check on the check on the install at someone's house, you know, and see what they're up to, and then get them anything they need. Just, just running the business, you know. Yeah. And then obviously I'm calling Tommy Horn, my crew chief, and busting his balls, or <laughs> calling Charles Davis, see what he's up to on the road, you know. Or yeah, just it's pretty much it. Check in with my wife, and then I get home and play football with the boys or baseball with the boys. Go to the boys' practices. Um, and just yeah, that's pretty much it. I mean, I got the every day's changing, yeah. but. I got I got a lot of a lot of kids. I got three three of them. They love to do all kinds of different stuff. So, 
um, afternoons are fun. We'll go eat somewhere or make food here. That's pretty much it, man. I'm just an easygoing family guy. Hell yeah. Sounds like uh, a busy time. Family, my business, and some race cars. There you go. Like the, nothing else, really. <laughs> I like to surf. But uh, I don't I find when I race cars, I don't surf. I don't know why. When I'm racing a lot, I just I don't have time to like yeah. do both, you know? Yeah. It's one or the other. <laughs> it is. Yeah. So when I'm not racing a lot, I'm surfing, vice versa. You got any uh, sponsors you'd like to thank? Oh, yeah, a ton, yeah. Um, you know, obviously my, uh, my my family helps me out a ton. They always have, you know. Without them, I, I wouldn't be where I'm at. Um, Dunham Metal Processing, their anodized shop here in Orange County. He did my stuff, the anodized race cars for me for years and helped me out with business and stuff. He's a great guy. So those guys... Uh, H&M Landing in San Diego. They've got like 80 charter boats over there. Dang. So, yeah, you anything from, you know, long-range stuff to uh, just, you know, half-day trips over there, fishing boats. So, uh, those guys, uh, ARP Bolts, you know, the, the Chris Rasky over there, he's always he's always helping me out. Uh, Tommy Horn, my crew chief, he's not a sponsor, but he's, he's a big, uh, big part of the race team. You know, he's Always has my back. He's uh, been working with me for, I think, four or five years now. So, um, Steve Watt, Maxwell Industries, he helps me out a lot. Uh, Foss Coors, Jerry Foss. I don't know if you guys remember Nick Foss. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, his dad c- contributes to my race team. Um, so, I got to thank him. And awesome. then, uh, <clears throat> uh, let's see, I got a. Uh, Wiley Miller helps me out a ton too. He's he was a BRA champion, um, like senior sprints and stuff. And um, he's he's always always had my back. You know, he's pretty much he's pretty much one of the only reasons why I started doing this again. Yeah. Um, with all the equipment and stuff, startup costs crazy. So I gotta thank Wiley for everything he's done and um, FK Rodins. Um, they they are always you know keeping us keeping everything tied together for us this guys this guys help us out so um don out racing engines don's a great guy um you call that guy on the phone anytime i got any problems or got a question anything um don always answers the phone so oh yeah i thank him for building a great motor and, you know it comes with support so that's pretty much yeah. it there you go. Got all of them. I think most of them. But yeah, you couldn't do it without those people. So good to have people like that. So yeah, definitely. But, uh, all right, Matt. I know uh, you got to get going. So appreciate your time with us, and uh, um, have a good rest uh, of the day. And uh, yeah, hopefully we'll see you in uh, midget week. Yeah, you guys. Let me know. Let me know if you're going to be over there. I okay. appreciate you guys having me on. Yeah, Matt. Thanks. For, yeah, you're welcome. Thanks for uh, joining us. Have a good one. Absolutely. You too. We'll see, see you guys. See you, we'll see you. And that was Matt Mitchell, as you discussed. Uh, kind of a quick episode there with him, but um, got kids. Yeah. Got to get on the practice. Yeah. Good, uh, good talking to him. Can't wait to, can't wait to see him. Well, actually, I was thinking we might have to swing by, uh, swing by Terre Haute. Maybe see that Silver Crown race. That'd hey, be a long so. weekend. That'd be that'd be four. That'd be uh, let's race two, and then that'd be uh, definitely be a straight over to Terre Haute. But I don't know. We'll see. See if I can talk Shalane into it. Maybe. 
<laughs> kind of drive right by there on you the way do, back uh, from Eldora. Just run 70 all the way through Indy and then run 70 all the way to Terre Haute. Yep. And even though I-70 sucks ass, but whatever. Um, we'll see. So, uh, as you know, this this podcast is probably sponsored by Rounders 2 Pizza. That's home of the Nameless Pizza, located in Dayot, Indiana. That's T-O-O, not the number two. Follow them on Facebook for all their weekly specials, like our favorite, Thursday, Thursday, 12 Wings, Put Your Beer for sixteen fifty. Dining in or carry out for all your pizza, beer, wing, and sandwich needs. Give them a call at 812-867-7172, or check them out on Facebook. And we'd also like to thank Crone Farms for, uh, for sponsoring us as well. Ben Crone out of uh, northern Vandenberg County. Heck yeah. Couldn't do without those guys, and I think we have one more for don't you, Charlie? Yep. And we're welcoming, welcoming our springtime sponsor, Back to the Roots Tree Service. It is spring storm season. If you have a tree or limbs down due to storms or high winds, or you have some pesky low-hanging branches you need trimmed or removed, maybe you have a tree or two you just won't cut down. No job is too big or too small for Back to the Roots Tree Service. They offer free estimates, so don't hesitate to call them at 812-228-0532. Check them out on Facebook and Instagram at Back to the Roots Tree Service and their YouTube channel at Back to the Roots Tree Service 3020 or their website at backtotherootstreeservice.com to see some of their work. They're licensed and insured. They're supporters of racing, too, sponsoring the Justice Family Racing number 12 mini sprint. Give them a call. Tell them that the guys at Dirt Tracks and Rib Racks sent you. Do it. Do it now. <laughs> and yeah. that just about wraps this episode up. Yeah. I've got just a couple last words to say. Let's hear it. Peace, Peace out, out, motherfuckers. motherfuckers.